I I thought it was a little weird whenever they first introduced Kylie. I thought she was okay. Like she doesn't seem like the greatest person. And then they also brought up the awkward. Wow. I, I'm sorry. I don't want to. I'm not trying to be too harsh. Welcome, everybody, to a brand new episode of a Win is a Win podcast. I believe this is number 37. Of the I'm pretty podcast. sure it's 38, but... 38. Yeah. Okay, close enough. Uh, I am myself, Sam Cookie. I'm joined every week with Charles H. Double and Matthew, Maddie B. We're here today. We've got another Movie Monday coming at you. Uh, so over the weekend, we all watched the documentary Kelsey. It's one of the biggest documentaries right now on Amazon. And do you guys have any thoughts before we jump right into it? Uh, I do have uh, some thoughts. I would um, just like to. Well, Matt, let's smile over there like he knows what I'm going to say because he does know what I'm going to say. Uh, Purple Rain. Because Washington got a big dub against Oregon yesterday, and Matt and I actually put a little another little wager on it, since Washington's kind of the team I I picked, you know, to to make it to the CFP, and then Oregon is Matt's team, and so Matt is going to have to watch a TV show episode of my choosing. Haven't decided on it yet, but any TV show that I want for him to watch, he has to to do that. So yeah, huge win for Washington. Oregon, we, I mean, we could probably talk for 20 minutes about that game. I know Matt has some big thoughts, a.k.a. take the points if you're Oregon. But Washington clutched it up, and I thought for sure Oregon was going to win. They go for it at midfield and fourth down, don't get it. Washington comes right down and scores. It was a heck of a game. Really exciting. I mean, that was our – I mean, Pac-12 has just been so much fun to watch, and so that was just a great game. And Purple Rain, we're still undefeated, the Huskies. <laughs> It strengthens their CFP case. This win does. So nice. hopefully, um, yeah, I'm just really, I'm really hyped about that. I know Matt was really, I actually thought Oregon would win too. And probably, they probably should have, but they didn't. And as we say here, a win is a win. So yeah, I, I just wanted to, wanted to, wanted to rub root it in for my, root for my Washington guys, give them a little love. And let me give a little love to Stanford too, for coming back against Colorado. That was a heck of a win. That was a really good game. Yeah, that was a good game. Um, I watched the Oregon game for as much as I could because I was coming back from watching the solar eclipse that happened yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, And in Utah, it was like the 100% like totality thing. So like you got to see like it was called like the ring of fire because it's like you could see like the ring of the sun behind the moon, you know. Um, Yeah, it was a good game. Um, I am very interested to see what TV show Charles has for me because I feel like it's not too bad of a punishment, but like it depends. Like if he considers a TV show, like you know, an hour and a half documentary on something, like that would kind of suck or whatever. Um, but no, I mean it was a good game. Both teams. I mean, I told this to Charles. I texted him even before Oregon lost, but I said whoever wins this game like deserved it and you can't really say that one team was like worse than the other or even I would say better than the other um it really was who had the ball last and who didn't make dumb decisions and Oregon made two of them uh that cost them points and then you know at the very end you do like what was a 30 yard field goal 42 42 yard field goal and just misses it to the right a little bit and then you go to overtime and maybe we talk about this differently I was really hoping for overtime because that game was one that I was like man I really wish we could just like keep it going and keep having it you know what I'm saying like that would have been really fun but overall it was good it was fun and um I'm pretty excited to talk about this documentary and oh and I will be giving my NFL picks at the end of this video so that way people can know if I'm gonna get bean boozled a lot or not so hopefully we're looking at zero, but 
No, I mean, Matt's, no. Matt's down low right now. He's got Bean Boozled. He's got my TV show. Yeah, I told I him it depends on how bad his picks go because if he has to eat a lot of beans, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be mean. I'm gonna give him something that I personally like. But if he gets away with like a few beans, I'm gonna maybe give him something a little worse, yeah. you know, like maybe a little Sesame Street action or what maybe a, docu- Street? a documentary. Oh, for like the TV show to watch. Yeah. Okay, that's I mean, I'd be pretty bored if I would watch Sesame Street right now. Maybe if I was like three years old, I would enjoy it. But we're like, hello, where's the map? It's like yeah. It's- Dora. Yeah. Dora. <laughs> blues clues, anything like that. Yeah, Maybe. I might have might have, have Matt. Actually, Blues Clues kind of lit, not gonna lie. <laughs> okay, that's out of the question then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah actually, you should watch Blues Clues anymore. Hey Blues Clues, bro. You gave too much, you gave too much info. But uh, yeah, Matt's got a laundry list of things to do now. Charles and I are just kind of sitting back and chilling for now. So I know. We're, we're, we'll be excited to see how honestly, it's for now. Honestly, we should have done something for Charles and I's fantasy matchup, but it's okay. Hey, man. I mean, I don't know. You didn't. I didn't say anything. I, I've made the wagers for both of our little like side wagers so far. So it's your turn this time. I just need to reach out and wager you and Sam or something like that. Yeah. So. Oh no! Do you guys play each other again later this season? We yeah, do. Okay, play that's you. fine. There, there's already been a lot of wagering going on recently, so it's, it's okay if we don't do another one. So, <laughs> well, on that note, shall we uh, get into the meat of the episode? Yeah. So, I guess we will jump right into it. So, the boys and I watched the Amazon documentary Kelsey over the weekend. Um, it was. I want to hear what you guys' thoughts were on the on the documentary first. I have some mixed feelings about it, but I want to hear what you guys initially thought when you were watching it. Well, yeah, I I'll go. I was not expecting that. <laughs> um, you to just like put it right on us just immediately, throw it right on you guys. Yeah, but yeah. So real quick, if you don't know what Kelsey is, it's about Jason Kelsey from this past season, and I believe that the purpose was to follow a ret- uh, player into retirement. Because I think the initial thought was that this was going to, or last year is going to be his last year. Obviously, it, it is not because he's playing this year, but that was the purpose of it to follow him and his journey, and like with his brother and then the city of Philadelphia and what it means to him. And then just going through the season with their podcast that they had started last year. And that's essentially what the documentary is about. And so, yeah, I, I would agree with. Sam a little bit on mixed thoughts because I think my biggest I, I'll go with my I'll go with the weakness first or my, my negatives and then we can go into positives later my my biggest weakness that I thought from the documentary was I I just I didn't necessarily understand you know why they did the documentary I know I explained the reason but like when you watch it you wouldn't I don't know if you'd really understand what the purpose of the documentary kind of is because there's not much background on it i would say in the beginning and if you learn something from me when i watch stuff i love when i know what's going on and that was my problem with the uh the four days in october that we had watched i felt like it didn't really give any context leading up to it and and with this i felt like there wasn't too much context of to like why they were why this documentary was being made necessarily and so that was like my, my biggest gripe because I, I didn't feel like that that was very clear. And so I'll, I'll start with that, but I'll let someone else go now. Um, I guess just first things for me, um, I actually did enjoy it a little, probably a little bit more than maybe Charles per se. I necessarily don't need a reason for a documentary. I just kind of need like, I need to find out either like the reason or like, what's going on within the documentary and um obviously the reason was i believe it was hey i'm gonna be retiring jason kelsey probably has been one of i mean i don't know if you could say best eagles ever just because he's a center but like you know he gave that super like important speech that I had no idea about because I was on my mission so like when they were talking about that I was like bro I have no idea like 
anything like this. So to me, that was kind of cool because I was like, oh, okay, I see why people really like Jason Kelsey now, you know, and like all this kind of stuff. And so to me, I kind of understood and got that part of it. Um, but then, I don't know. I thought it was really cool and fun. I mean, very rarely do you have a documentary about like someone other than like a quarterback or like wide receiver or like even like Deion Sanders, right? Prime time, all that kind of stuff, you know, like you really don't get to see that very much. And so I was kind of happy that we followed a center and he has a family and all this kind of stuff. So to me, it was, it was kind of cool. Those was, those were my initial reactions to that. Yeah. Um, I totally agree with Charles. I think it made total sense. Like why at least they filmed the documentary was because there was a pretty good chance going into the off season before this season started that that season would be his last. He seems like a really cool family man. Um, other than that, uh, one weakness I would say is he doesn't have like the greatest personality to like be in front of a camera, which is also a little um, hypocritical because later in the documentary, they talk a lot about him and Travis having their own podcast and how much they love it, which is awesome to see. But um, it got a little sad too. Um, in the beginning of the podcast, uh, they were talking like whenever him and his wife Kylie were discussing his retirement, they were both kind of encouraging it because kind of what, what Matt was saying to centers don't really get a lot of attention and not a lot of people really know about like how much like physical like treatment they go through week after week. Um, Jason was talking about all of the surgeries that he's had to do on like his arms and limbs and all of like the the wear and tear that he has to go through every week and it was kind of sad to see like whenever he was uh trying to play with his kids and he was kind of having a hard time moving around or like his ankle was broken he was trying to heal up a little bit more and he couldn't uh i believe chase one of his girls down to like put her to bed or anything like that so it was kind of sad in that way but overall um after that point though i did think it was kind of meh i mean Obviously, as a sports fan or even more as an Eagles fan, you would enjoy seeing that a lot, too. But it was pretty standard from what you would expect from, like, how an NFL season would go. Um, the plot definitely benefited because, spoilers again, later in the season, um, Travis and Jason met up in the Super Bowl, which is kind of the perfect ending for them. But um, I think they kind of wish that that season would be Jason's last outside of him playing one more season, but it still worked out either way. I thought it was all right. And it was kind of more like uh, the four days in October documentary where you kind of didn't really understand what was going on unless you already knew beforehand, like what a center is, you know, like what he does in football and how he plays and everything like that. So that's my thought initially. I just, yeah. And, and I think, kind of going back to my main point about how I didn't necessarily think there was a clear establishment of the purpose of the documentary. I, there was something I had to to think about, about why it was and kind of research. I think that just kind of set up the flow to not really be there for the documentary. Cause I don't think it also had the best flow. I know it was, you know, through season. So it was chronological and, you know, they would have moments where they'd go back in time to talk about things, which I thought was was cool those things i just didn't think it was pieced together that well overall and made a little confusing to follow and so that that was like another thing it was just like i'm watching it and like if you if you like maybe aren't paying attention for a bit and you come back up and you're like whoa like where am i kind of it was it just didn't seem like it had the best flow from start to finish it was a little bit of a curvy path in my opinion and that was another thing i for me that i think docked it a little bit because I think that's really important to me and that's how I think I really got to see like start to finish what the the flow is what the journey is that's super important for me in a movie or I'm gonna get someone who's gonna get lost or think about other I, I it's just it's confusing to me at times and obviously since I knew about his this past year so well it, I didn't necessarily get lost but if it was something else for example that I didn't really know I, I could I would have definitely been lost and so yeah, it was just the the flow wasn't really there for me either. And I feel like I've said that for almost like every movie we've watched so far. Right. Uh, maybe I'm just super, maybe movie, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, 
I don't know. Maybe I'll find that one movie that's just like, wow, I, I really understood it start to finish. But mm-hmm. that yeah. seems to be my most common gripe. And I guess that's just how I am as a movie watcher. Yeah. I mean, mostly with what we've been watching are more like sports related, like documentaries or shows or movies. And they're already going to be shallow because it's just how sports are, you know, they're not super like drama filled or anything else like that. So they're not like really deep to think about. So you kind of have to make a documentary like with Kelsey, you kind of have to make it chronological. Like what else are you really going to do with it? What, which, what, what was cool about the quarterback series that we watched earlier, um, uh, probably a dozen episodes ago by now, but uh, that was a little bit more fun because they could jump from one quarterback to another. And they did that a lot of times between the three that were playing. And that was fun. But whenever this podcast, this documentary, I don't know why I keep saying podcast, whenever this documentary was going on, it was strictly following Jason there was a little bit of cutting to Travis here and there, but it was strictly Jason's life. So to me, at least, it wasn't really hard to follow. It it wasn't hard to follow just because it was in pretty easy chronological order. And it was pretty much just Jason's like the end of the season two seasons ago. And then it went on to the entirety of last season. And then at the very end, he was like, oh, I'm going to play another. And that's it. So I thought it was okay at that point, but I also did think it was a little bit bland just because I knew what was going on at all points. But I can see what you're saying too, though, Charles. Yeah, I mean, I can see where you guys are both coming from. For me, I do have to say I would agree a little bit with Charles when it was like jumping around a little bit because you had like, I think what else and it like gets in and like the Eagles are already like 4 0. And then it's like, oh, yeah. And then. Uh, let's go to my Cincinnati days. And oh yeah, then Travis was also like kicked off. And there's just like, why can we not start maybe at the beginning of okay, here's what was going on, here's what's happening, and then get into the Eagles stuff and everything. Cause at the very beginning, you then get like the how Jason met Kelsey. Um, it's just funny because her name is Kelsey Kelsey, which is pretty funny. Um, her her his wife. I thought it was Kylie. Kylie. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Kylie. Goodness gracious. See, I'm already confusing myself. Kylie, Kelsey, they met on Tinder, you know, all this kind of stuff. And you see that, I like, I don't I want to say almost like the 10 or 15 minute mark. And then, like, they jump back in time. So, I, I do agree with Charles. The flow a little bit, I think, could have been more, could have been more concise and just a little bit more, like, flowy, I would say. Um, however, I do like the content and looking into kind of what was going on. Um, just like, you know, how they framed Jason as like a bigger brother, Travis, always wanting to work hard, you know, all that kind of stuff. I also would kind of like to know how did he become, I want to say he was a receiver or something to like an offensive lineman. Like, I want to know, like, how did that happen? Like what, you know? Did that and I know it was like an hour and 40 minutes or whatever but it's like I would like the more background because they really glossed over the games anyways like we didn't really see much of the games anyways so it's like could we have maybe done 20 or 30 minutes getting everyone caught up and then done the last hour of like the games and all that kind of stuff but yeah that's, that's a good point that I think like they really glossed over his high school and then his college career. Cause then they were like, he was a walk on. And the next thing you know, it's like the combine and he's a yeah. six round pick. They barely went into his college days, which didn't make really any sense to me either. I don't know why they just kind of jumped well, right and, into the, like I said, it seemed like they, um, it seemed like he changed positions. Like he went, I want to say he was like a tight end wide receiver. And then also these offensive linemen, like, how do you go? Like, how does he realize, you know what, that's what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? I think, yeah, and I think he was a D-lineman potentially uh, because of the podcast. His podcast, he might have said that. But, yeah, and another kind of also with my point, this clip sticks out to me as of why it just felt like a weird flow. It was that clip when he went back to his high school, I believe, and there was the jerseys, and then he was, like, snapping it to their team, whatever. I I honestly didn't understand why that clip was there when it was. I didn't get the flow of that at all. 
because I was like, I'm assuming this is his high school, but I feel like it wasn't even clearly stated necessarily. And then he was like, take, you know, he was snapping it to the quarter, like their team, I guess, on the their field. And then that was kind of like it. And I was like, what was the point of that? Like, I, you know, I, because I, I think with the, I know he explained the, the first, you know, player from this high school who kind of started it all and then it showed their jerseys. I thought that could have been a lot more portrayed a lot more differently in a much better way. Cause to me that, that whole scene didn't make any sense. And that was just kind of, like I said, for me, the overall feeling of, of the documentary, because it just felt a little like you just put it in there, you kind of rammed it in there and then it's there. And then it like just makes the the flow teeter off. And so I don't know. Yeah. That was, that was like the scene that comes to mind when I think of that point. That, yeah. That part was also a little weird. I kind of questioned too. I was like, what, what's going on but it was kind of obvious it was at least their high school that they grew up in but it didn't really make sense like why he was on the field like playing and, uh, taking snaps with and how did how did it get to that point too like you yeah. know it just kind of was there he was at the, his high school again there was no real lead up to it yeah no i don't i don't think there's really any lead up to it uh imagining i can just see jason thinking like hey let me just take this camera crew to my old high school and show them around i think that's his original thought and be like all right well, they'll just throw it in somewhere in the documentary. B-roll? <laughs> B-roll, yeah. That was their B-roll. But, uh, I w- yeah, I want to stop being negative and let's, uh, unless you guys have other big thoughts, but I, I want to talk about the positives. I know Matt's ready to talk about positives. Yeah, yeah. I, I, have a, I have one more thought. I want to say that's kind of more on the negative side, too. I, I thought it was a little weird whenever they first introduced Kylie. I thought she was okay. Like she doesn't seem like the greatest person. And then they also brought up the awkward. Wow. I was, I, I'm sorry. I don't want to, I'm not trying to be too harsh, but it also ca- came off as very awkward when they were talking about how her and Jason met. They were both kind of, they seemed pretty nervous about talking about it, which I also thought was weird. And then they're like, oh yeah, we just met at a bar we didn't know we didn't know he played football and then we all kind of socked and realized that oh he's actually he plays for the eagles wow so i thought that was all right she seems like an okay person which is great for her <laughs> i mean it was it was pretty, i mean it was cool so later in the story too i thought it was kind of interesting and i mean it, it worked out pretty full for the documentary that um they were expecting their third kid later on in the documentary and later on, it came out to picture that uh, she was expecting around the time that they were having the Super Bowl, too, which was cool. I'll give him that. But um, Jason does seem like the better family man. And I think it, I think like I'm picking on this a little bit more just because it was the sole drama piece in the documentary. And that was like, like the very first part at the beginning, kind of where they cram that in with random scenes here and there of like, how Jason and Travis came to be and like their parents and things like that. I do feel like they all just kind of crammed it in as B-roll and just put it in whatever they felt like it would. And then they kind of just went on with like chronologically how the next season went and playoffs and things like that. So. I was just going to make a quick comment on that was, I was not expecting to come out and just be like, Kylie's seems like a, not a great person but <laughs> yeah just 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 roasting her like that but man i i gotta say this is just uh a little off topic the scene where he's calling they're on facetime and he, he's at snl it's like the week after the super bowl which oh, i know yeah. like he was like it's snl you know i i grew up watching it and you know it's a once in a lifetime thing but the fact that he missed his daughter's birthday for it and that they just had a newborn to me was just like wow i can't believe and he's like thought, i'm not up for husband of the year and i'm like yeah no you're definitely yeah, not no, like, i thought that was pretty how could you too. i i mean i'm just saying this if that was me i wouldn't do it because like it's my daughter's birthday and then there's a newborn it's i can't believe he he did that to be honest so yeah that's just something that, i wanted to say that was really <laughs> awkward too coming out and kyle was pissed too i think it it, it showed <laughs> pretty well when they're on facetime I thought that was funny. Well, also, I think, too, I think it's like, why could you not say, like, to the SNL people, like, hey, it's my daughter's birthday, newborn, can we do it, like, next week? Because, like, I mean, granted, like, it is nice to have, but, I mean, if he says, hey, I can't do it this week, but I can do it next week, like, knowing who he is, 
kind of all this kind of stuff, I'm sure I'm sure they could have worked something out. You know what I'm saying? I think it's just because it was Travis's episode and it was planned. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, but at the same time, though, it is your daughter's birthday, but we all have a lot of birthdays, you know, like I'm going to have my 25th. I honestly cannot remember birthday from like birthday one through like five. I want to say, you know, granted, there are a lot of memories you can make between like, you know, your wife and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, no, for me, I was just like, I don't know. I was kind of, yeah, like I could get why he's not husband of the year and I totally get it. Would I do it? I probably would say uh, I can't, but at the same time, it's like, well, I don't know. It's a, it's a (laughs) hard, it's a hard thing to say because I don't have kids. I'm not married or anything like that. But like, I would say I probably wouldn't do it, but it would be cool to be on SNL and all that kind of stuff too. So I totally get both sides. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's SNL. I don't think it's that important to miss out on your kid's birthday. I mean, I, I obviously can't say much because I don't have a wife or kids either. And I'm probably not going to have anything like that for a couple of years at least, but that's just the point. Uh, It's, I mean, it's just kind of weird to see. I don't know. I mean, I can't really take one side or the other, but. All right. Yeah. Anyways. So, sorry. I'm <laughs> actually really got off track on that. Yeah. But... And I'm also looking at this Ravens game and this drive is like crazy right now for the Titans. Anyway, bazillion penalties. Anyways. Yeah. I think. Yeah. We're talking about positives now. Who uh, Let's let Matt go. Cause Matt's been the more positive one out of us. I'd say so far with his thoughts. Um, so I watched it last night. I texted Charles and I was like, Hey, are we doing this episode or this episode tomorrow? And he goes, Oh, we're watching the Kelsey thing. And I was like, Oh freak. Okay. My bad. So I was like, all right, here we go. And so I watched it last night and honestly, it didn't feel like it was an hour and a half. It felt like it was like maybe like 40 minutes or 50 minutes. Like I just kind of got lost with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, dang, like, this is pretty good. Like, I'm enjoying, like, my time. I'm enjoying what's happening. And to me, I really like getting to see, like, the family side of players and how to juggle that. Like, I think what um, I think what Kylie said about, you know, I want him to be healthy. I want him to get down and play with my kids and stuff, I think was super cool. The part where he's asking other retired players, hey, how do you feel about retirement? You know, you can kind of see like the stages that it was going in. You know what I'm saying? It was like, okay, like we have this and this and this. And I thought that was really cool. Like you could just see like the wheels are turning. Like, okay, I'm thinking about retirement. I'm thinking about my kids. And then it's like, oh, now I have a podcast. Now I have this. Now I have this. And I really like that part. I also just liked at the very end, and this is probably one of my favorite parts, was at the very end when they lost the Super Bowl, um, he just came and said, and he just went into the hotel and just started playing with his kids. Like, he didn't lose a game. Like, nothing happened. You know, like, none of that. And so, to me, I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, dang, like, I would be not, I mean, I think I'd be devastated I mean, granted, he's already won a Super Bowl, so I think that also helps too, you know, with like, okay, I've already won one. Um, but just being able to go back to your apartment or the hotel they were in, hang out with his daughters, with his wife, and just act like nothing happened and just be a good sport about it instead of like being upset and mad and moping around. He was just like, nope, I'm here for my family, you know, and I thought that was really cool. And that's something that's important to me. Like, I'm definitely a family oriented person and so to me that was really cool and something I really liked so I really enjoyed that part and the aspect of it like I really feel like I got to know Jason as more of a father and kind of what he was about and to me that was something that was really cool yeah I'd say all those intimate moments with his his family especially his kids were were really really good and my my favorites like Matt already explained that all, so I'm not gonna repeat what he said. My my favorite scene though, off the top of my head, was actually the when they were 
after they just won and he left and he went with his family to this place in Philly and they were watching the AFC championship game, mm-hmm. rooting, yeah. rooting for Travis. And they were like sitting there. That was like a moment where I'm like, I could imagine myself, you know, like sitting there too, like watching the, like watching the game with them. I, I felt like a connection there and it was really, I thought that was a really cool scene. And then like when they had won and he was like, all right, I'm done with the chiefs, you know, and he took the thing off, like the shirt off that he was wearing. But yeah, like, and then his parents were just like pretty emotional in that moment. Cause like, wow, our sons are going to play each other in the Super Bowl." And so I really liked that scene. Cause I just felt like I could have been there at that restaurant sitting, you know, right next to them watching the, the game too. So I, that was personally my favorite scene from the documentary. I do have to say just before Sam jumps in, cause I know Sam it's your turn. Um, but I did think it was super funny, and I think I'm kind of this way. But Kylie was like, it was hard for me to even, like, think about wearing a Chiefs something. Like, whenever, like, he was in the Super Bowl and all that stuff, you know? I thought that was super funny because I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of that way, and I get that. And I was like, dang, like, I felt that. And she was just like, yeah, yeah kind of F the Chiefs and everyone else but the Eagles. And I was like, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so she didn't she didn't really like show it around her kids uh like this is the same scene right after when jason goes back to the hotel room after they lost the super bowl too but you could tell she was pretty salty when she was talking to her kids about it because she, I, think she was salty. I think she was just sad because you know that's the person you love and you want them to win right i i got the idea though because uh she was asking the her two daughters who won the super bowl and they were both like uncle trav uncle trav and then she was like who did you want to win the Super Bowl though? And and she was kind of like, it should have been Jason. It should have been Jason, which I thought was funny. Like I, I mean, she can she can hate the Chiefs, she can like the Chiefs, it's whatever. Um, I thought it was a good scene too, though. But uh, if I were to pick one one scene, which was my favorite to watch, um, I still remember it as like one of the most more iconic like celebrations was when Jason put that that freaking suit on and like hung around in the parade. I thought that was pretty awesome to watch. Um it was a lot of fun. I kind of already knew what was going on coming into it though. Uh what which was more in what was more interesting though was um I believe there's a scene right after that though when uh he was invited to this like radio talk show and he was getting interviewed about it. Uh, I believe it was right after they won the Super Bowl as well and then Travis came in it was kind of foreshadowing almost a little bit. I don't know if you can call a sports story like that foreshadowing because it it happens in real life like that. But it was cool to see at least with Jason talking about. Oh, do you have do you have something, Charles? Well, you said that that scene you said was after that the uh, Jason Kelsey won the Super Bowl. I thought so. Yeah, that, that was uh no, that was this uh, twenty twenty two off season. That was before oh, that season. Season, yeah, yeah. Oh, just okay. just so you. Yeah. Okay. So that I guess that makes a little bit more sense then. But I did think it was pretty cool whenever uh, Jason was talking about like his plans about how the city loves him so much and how he doesn't really want to face retirement. But the main problem throughout the whole documentary was like how Jason was working with facing retirement because there was that scene of like him hanging out with all, a bunch of all the retired players and how they dealt with it and like him being around his family all the time and having to be away and injured all the time and stuff like that, which was pretty cool to see. It did get a little emotional at times too, which I thought was pretty cool to watch too. I was like, I can really relate to this guy, you know, like he's a, he's a good family man. Obviously he plays, he plays a sport as well as any other guy could. Like he fights all that he can. He's really close with his brother, Travis, which I thought was really cool too. Um, It reminds me a little bit of myself and my brothers growing up. We obviously didn't grow up to play pro football, but that might change. I'm not too old, you know, could be a kicker <laughs> or something. So I I did think it was a lot of fun, though. I think it was a good watch. Yeah, like I said, just I think those scenes that I think they did a good job portraying his life outside of football for the, that season. And so that was something I, I enjoyed. And I actually just saw this as we were talking about it. And I know I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer, but it's another little gripe I had. I actually wish that there was a little bit more football content relating to him in a way, like a little bit more about the center 
And I know he's, he talked a little bit about like, you know, his injuries and stuff, but I, I wish there was a little bit more dive into the football side of it. Cause I obviously, I think the family side of it, that was the main point, you know, cause it's like, should he retire? But I wish I wanted a little bit more football, actually, like a little bit more of the X's and O's and, you know, the center, like I said, the center position that he plays and, and stuff like that. And that didn't really happen. That's just something I just thought of as we were talking, I was like, man, I was trying, like, I didn't remember much football necessarily like revolving around him. And so mm-hmm. that's something I kind of wish they actually had a little bit more of as well, but still, yeah, the, I mean, capturing this, his life outside of, of the field was, was really well documented. Mm-hmm. I thought. Yeah. They didn't really do anything uh, like that in the documentary. Like they didn't talk about the center position. Really. They talked about it a little bit. Like you said, whenever he was like dealing with injuries and like, him being on the offensive line. But if you don't really know football, you kind of don't understand what he does because a lot of the scenes, whenever they play like actual football games too, he's just kind of standing around or like just in the line. He's not really doing anything else. Well, it shows a bunch of him blocking a bunch, you know. Yeah, but blocking. That's, yeah, that's like, really all he does. I know something about Jason because he said it on his podcast. He's like a bad snapper. Maybe like if they had a little segment about that, about like why he's – sucks at snapping or something like that. Cause right. I think there's more I could learn about the center position that I think would have been interesting that they, they didn't cover. Cause that's what he plays. That's who he is on the football field. So that's a huge part of him. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, that's just something I just thought of as well. I was like, that would have been cool to see a little bit more of. Yeah. So. Yeah. They didn't cover any of that. I agree. And I mean, I think it would be fun because, like I said, we usually get documentaries about wide receivers or running backs or corners or, you know, like stuff like very rarely given O linemen, right? So I think there's some of that. And I do think we're kind of getting to that point where we should talk about what we would rate this, I think, because I think we've, we've now gone through the bad, the good, and now I think we should give a rating and maybe why, I think. And so – I will go – I think I'll go last because I think I might have the more positive rating. But I kind of want to start out with Sam first and then Charles just because, Sam, you are like – I mean, granted, Jason isn't on your team. Mm-hmm. But Charles was in there. You know Mama Kelsey. And then especially with all this <laughs> Taylor Swift crap that's going on with, you know, basically – Oh. <laughs> you watch a Chiefs game, you basically you're just watching like yeah, Taylor Swift concert pretty much. It's crazy. Um, but, like, let's start with you, and then we'll go, like, in that order, I think. Yeah. Um, no, all, the, all the, the Travis and Taylor Swift stuff is kind of annoying at this point, definitely. And I think a lot of other Chiefs fans can agree. Like, we're trying to watch a football game, and then, like, every basically every other play, they're paying to Taylor. It's like, oh, she just took a drink of her martini or whatever. It's like, <laughs> cool. But uh, outside of that, though – the more that we're actually talking about the Kelsey documentary, the more I kind of enjoyed watching it. My initial rating would probably be like maybe a five and a half or six out of 10. I thought it was all right. Um, it, it was really cool to see um, a football documentary in an O lineman's perspective, because like Matt was saying, it's pretty rare that a team goes out to document an O lineman. Usually they go after like a quarterback or wide receiver or anything like that just because they play a little bit more of an exciting game than an alignment. But I think the story behind what Jason had and along with his brother, Travis is really cool. Um, it's almost a once in a lifetime thing that they both grew up so closely together and played in the NFL, let alone that they got to play last season in the Super Bowl uh, with opposite teams, obviously. But um, I thought it was cool. He does have a really interesting backstory. I do wish that they covered it a little bit more in depth. Like Charles was saying too, they didn't really talk about like his position at all and like how it happens or how it works. They just kind of talk about the injuries and the bad sides of it, which was fine. But um, yeah, overall I thought it was fun. I mean, I would watch it again. I felt like it covered, I felt like it ran for more than two hours though. I thought it was a little more drawn out kind of opposite to what Matt was saying, but I still enjoyed it though. Well, with Travis Kelsey being in it, it's already minus two points for that. <laughs> so we have that to, to factor into my rating. Honestly, for, I feel five minutes. I feel harsh, but it's just kind of how I feel with 
my just my my reaction to it as I'm thinking about it right now is it settling in. I just I can't get this number out of my head. I'm gonna give it four Ravens because the Ravens now have four <laughs> wins on the season. Just want to include that in there. No, I'm gonna give it a okay. four out of ten. The, the my my gripes were just they're too major for me to rate it any higher it, it still just was i mean it's it's football it's cool and, and i like you know jason kelsey and i like the the story and with his brother i think that's all great and but it just wasn't well documented to me the documentary wasn't well documented overall and so i'd have to give it a four that's just the number i in my head i can't get it out Ooh, four now it's a little a little low yeah, that is. I feel I bad. Was... Like I, I generally feel bad. I really came in with high expectations, and like I said, it was just there's it was just too clunky, and like I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, would I watch it again? I don't know, honestly. It, it wouldn't excite me to watch it again. I'll say that. If so. if there ever was a sequel for how this last season plays out for Jason, and it was kind of interesting, I would definitely watch that documentary. I'll just say that. Yeah, I, I would too if there's like a Kelsey two or something. But Kelsey two, yeah. yeah, that would be fun. Um, Kelsey rating for me, I think I'm not as harsh as Charles, but also I think I kind of went into it as because I kind of already heard previews about it because I listened to the Pat McAfee show and all that kind of stuff. Um, I kind of realized it wasn't going to be like a football football thing. It was more like a family oriented. How does this work? I think it was cool to see the family aspect of how someone navigates that football season with all those kids, stuff like that. Um, for me, I'm going to give it the highest rating out of all of us. Um, I'm going to give it a seven out of 10. Uh, I'm giving it a passing grade because I enjoyed it and it didn't feel like a waste of my time um, is what I'd like to say for that. I felt like it was good. Um, it was definitely something I'm glad I watched i'm a person that i really don't like watching things over again so would i watch it again probably not but i'm also a person that like i don't watch it again like there's only a couple movies that i've watched more than like twice and that i I can name all four of them like right now like four or five of them right now like i do not watch things over again i don't read books over again like once i read it like it's done you know what i'm saying so um that's just who I am. But I think it was a 10 out of 10. I mean, you got to learn about Jason, kind of all that kind of stuff. I do wish they had more of the football aspect of how being a center and how he got to that place. Um, but I don't think that was the um, main objective of this documentary. Um, so overall, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Matt, Matt's saying that because he's scarred about Washington because they're ranked 7th. Oh, yeah. They're ranked 7th. <laughs> what? It's just these numbers all adding up for Charles. Washington is ranked seventh, uh, about to be higher, but <laughs> four because he rated he rated the documentary four because the Ravens just got their fourth win. I know. I'm making the, I'm making the ties. Yeah, and Sam Sam did a five point five or whatever because that's going to be his under for fantasy wins this year. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Five point five. I mean, I would be happy at that point. I'm just happy I'm not starting 0-5 on last season. Anything anything better than that, how I was last season, is an improvement. So Look, I'll, I, look, I'll be honest, Sam. You're, you probably have a top three team. I know. I'm just saying. I, I know this isn't a fancy episode, but hey, if you're listening out there, Sam's got a good team. That's all I I'll say. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Out of all three of us? I think Sam is the best team out of all three of us. But... I actually think we all have pretty good teams. I would say so. Yeah. I don't know. My team's probably the worst out of all of us, honestly. I would still say at least top half or at least top six to make the playoffs. So, I mean, if you make the playoffs, that's all that matters, really. As long as I don't get last, playoffs, that's all yeah. that matters. Well, that's that's what happens. Yeah. Um, but since we have, like, a little bit, a couple minutes and stuff, shall we – um? Shall I do my picks, boys? Yeah, you're gonna you gonna type in the chat for us, or do you want me to like write them down? Um, I like you to write down just because I'm using my phone and the iPad for. Okay, I got you. The episode. Um, and if you just want to like read the matchups down to me, because I think I already know most of them, but just would you like to? Would you like to read them, Sam? I'll be scribe. Yeah, I'll be scribe. Yeah. Yeah, sure. He'll be a scribe. I like that. So Um, you're already two and zero. So good job there. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I guess we're going to cover every other game this week besides the game that happened on Thursday and the one this morning too. So uh, I did. Great. And who did I pick on Thursday? The Chiefs. So two and zero. Yeah. Woo. You got those. Um, I'll just go ahead and go down a list of all the other games that are happening this week. So uh, the first game on my list, uh, the two and three Washington Commanders or the three and two Falcons. Falcons because Bijan Robinson and Young Huko, baby. I, I'm pretty sure it's Young Way, but I'll whatever. You. Young Who, Young Way. I don't care. All I know is he hits bangers. He does hit bangers. That's the important thing. I'll, I'll give you a little bit of an advantage to I'll tell you them records, even though you probably already know them. But um, we'll do three and one Seattle Seahawks versus the two and three Bengals. I'm going to go with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase stay hot, beat the Seahawks. Okay. Uh, the three and two Colts or the three and two Jags? I'm going to say Jags, crucial win against the Bills. And I like Gardner Minshew, however – I do like the pieces of the Jags just a tad better. And I believe it's in Jacksonville as well. So mm-hmm. I'm go with the Jags. You're right. Yeah. That's going to be a big AFC South game. Um, yes. We'll go probably the most gimme match up this week. Uh, the own five Panthers or the four and one Dolphins. I mean, underdog story Panthers, baby. No, I'm just kidding. Dolphins. Oh, I wrote it down already. It's in. Oh, it's, no. It's scribed in. Oh, no, Dolphins. Charles types at like a hundred words per minute. He gets every word you say. <laughs> uh, we'll do one in four Vikings or the one in four Bears. I feel like that one is more of a toss up, and I'm kind of nervous because uh, if Justin Jefferson was playing, I'm going Vikings. Because he's not, I have no freaking idea. Um, golly, um, yikes! I want to. I want to say Bears because I feel like they've been a little bit hotter than the Vikings, but the Vikings have played the Chiefs better, so I'm going to say Vikings. Oh, he's going to go Vikings. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay, we'll give you an easy one again, too. What about the 5-0 49ers or the 2-2 two and two Browns? I'm going to go with the 49ers. Their defense is just too good, I think. Fair. 3-2 uh, and two Saints or the 2-3 and three Texans? Oh, that's a good one. That That's going to be a good game, I think, too. Yeah, this is where yeah. I'm going to get, I think, because I'm going to take a risk and take the Texans. I li- no, I actually like that pick. I would pick them personally. Okay. It was me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, CJ Stroud is probably going to ball out for him. Dude, um, Derek Carr always lets you down. Unfortunately. I wish he was in the AFC West still, but that's all right. Uh, what about, speaking of the Raiders, what about the 1-4 Patriots or the 2-3 and three Raiders? Jimmy this is, Pat, Pat, this is Pat, this is Pat. probably like the shiz show of the week for real, like because the Raiders kind of suck, the Patriots suck, but because the Raiders have Devonte Adams, I'm going to go with the Raiders. Ooh, it, it, I think this is going to be definitely be Jimmy G's coming out game, just because they play the Patriots and absolutely not. They what? Absolutely not. Jimmy G's done, bro. No, he's he's playing that. He's mid, bro, at best. He's playing that 2019 Super Bowl, Jimmy G. We're going to see him this weekend. Uh, four and one Lions or the three and one Buccaneers? Give me the Lions. Good pick. Make sure that you don't fall for the Baker hype against the Lions. <laughs> no, no Baker hype. No Baker hype for me, the one and four Cardinals or the two and three Rams? See, this is sneaky. I because I think the Cardinals and Rams have already played this year, correct? The the Cardinals and Rams have already played this year. You think? No, they haven't. I'm pretty did sure they, they not. Haven't. Who yeah. did the? Oh, they must Cardinals and Seahawks played. I think. Um, they played the Cowboys, the Giants, the Commanders, the Niners, and the Bengals. Oh, the Niners. Okay, yeah, yeah. Who the Cardinals played? be a sneaky one i think the cardinals keep it close but i think the rams win by like three that's fair they do have they do have cooper cup back too and And puka is still a dog hashtag byu you're right you're right (laughs) i have the hashtag uh byu lost to tcu by a lot 
Hashtag. Yeah, you'd have to say that part, but <laughs> I have the confidence in Matthew Stafford to ball out too. He's on my fantasy team this week. So, yes, sir. Oh, oh gosh, we got the five and zero Eagles or the two or three Jets. Oh, BYU hashtag BYU question mark. You Honestly, just said it. I'm picking the Eagles for the before for the bean total, but if I was not doing the bean total, I'd pick the Jets. Okay. So really, you don't believe in Zach Wilson? Realistically, cool, and I believe he can beat them. I just don't want any beans. And here's the thing: <laughs> if I do get beans because Zach Wilson balls out, I'm okay with that. I would have laughed so hard. They're gonna win. They're gonna win six to three, and Zach Wilson's gonna do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, just kidding. They have, they have sauce out, by the way. So that's actually yeah, they do have sauce out. Yeah, but, I mean, Brees and Garrett Wilson are the playmakers, so. Uh, the one and four Giants or the three and two Bills. Bills. Okay. 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 Um, Chargers. Oh. What? Yep, I already know. Chargers over no. Cowboys. Cowboys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Boys. It has to be Chargers. Okay. Yeah, all right, that's all of them, right? Game. Yep, that's all of them this week. All right, they're so. sent in the Discord. They're locked in stone. Count them all up. Yeah, we're gonna do three beans per loss, Matt. Don't stress over it. Well, you might see Baker Mayfield ball, but that's okay. Here's the thing: is I already hate freaking jelly beans, anyways. So I'm like, well, this sucks. So yeah, it won't be too too bad, unless unless Charles makes you watch like I don't know Twilight. Ooh, that could be good. Oh, that's, yeah. Um, that's, though. Yeah, that's a movie. Oh, a movie. It, it can't be a movie. No, that's too long. I only no. want to watch something that's like 30, 40 minutes, probably. Uh, 30, 40 minutes max, unless maybe it's a documentary. But even then, that's kind of pushing it since we just did a movie Monday for Kelsey, you know. Yeah, so that's fair. that's fair. Well, yeah. Um, I guess I'll hit us with the outro today. Right, I got you, Sam. I got oh, you. I'll get the okay. outro. Yes. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for listening to episode 38 of A Win is a Win podcast, a.k.a. Movie Monday edition, the Kelsey documentary. We were excited to bring that back. We're really excited to talk about MLB playoffs next because that needs to be discussed. A lot has happened. I know Matt is really happy. So that'll be our next episode. So keep a lookout for that. We're really excited for it. Make sure you guys listen to us on Apple, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcast. We also have a YouTube channel you can subscribe to and an Instagram that we don't post on, but you can still follow if you want to. (laughs) But anyways, besides the point, yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed and we will see you next episode. Remember, a win is a win, just like what Washington did yesterday. Yeah. You're really digging into that Washington Well, game. because oh, because I really, do. Oregon should have won, and Matt knows it. Yeah. I want to have a quick shout-out to our podcast alum, Connor Mance, getting his Olympic trial time. And I believe he will be able to run the Olympics because he got the uh, Olympic time. So, yeah, thank you, Matt, for remembering that. Yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. Shout out to Connor. He was really, really fun to interview. So, mm-hmm. hashtag BYU. Hashtag BYU. Hashtag, hashtag oh, is a win BYU podcast. Hashtag BYU. That's our new name. Yeah. There you go. But yeah, we'll see you guys. Yep. Peace. Peace. Hey.